This is another episode of It's Real Serious. Coming off watching Coming to America. It put me in the space to talk about growing up African mm -hmm. and the representation and entertainment. So I brought my cousin back. Yeah. We back here to chop it up. Lloyd, how you been, bro? Cousin, what's really good? Cousin, what's really good? My boy's back in the studio. Two L's. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for the uh, second invitation, man. Oh, you already know the deal, bro. So Lloyd's going to be a reoccurring on here. I think so. Okay. I think so. I like it over here. It's, okay. It's nice. Yeah. So let me ask you a question. Did you, did you see the movie? <sighs> okay, listen, 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 listen. All right, let's hear it. Cousin. <laughs> Coming to America. Yes, sir. For Africans, especially 80s babies. Yeah. It's like the quintessential comedy movie. It's the movie. It's the movie that intertwines black culture and African culture for our generation, right? Eddie Murphy, to me, was one of like the first African-Americans who pulled off like an African accent that was decent enough they to respect. It. Yep. You could talk about it with your African friends. You could talk about that movie with your black friends. And in between some there, there's love, there's unity. There's a lot of comedy. You already know. Because I think the African experience is very similar to the black experience. Then this movie is like gold to us. Yeah. yeah. This community, especially, you know, Eddie is, Eddie is. Eddie's the dude. He's the guy. Now, how did you feel when they were doing a sequel? Because, you know, people, a lot of. There was a lot of mixed reviews Freddy. for them trying to do a sequel because it's so tough. I think so, too. I think that when you are trying to recreate the, the sauce of like an original classic yeah. like that, it can mm -hmm. be very hard, especially to do, what, two, 20-something years later. So to answer your original question, no, I have not seen <laughs> it. I have not seen it yet. Just because he will, though. I, I will see it. I will see it. I will not leave this earth without seeing that movie. The problem is, it's just that, you know, I, I, when you watch Coming to America, it yeah. takes me to a place. Exactly. It takes me to a place that makes me go, yeah, see, that's exactly why I knew I could do comedy, because he's funny, and I'm funny, and we're funny, and this mm. is something special to me. Yeah. But when the, when the rollout was coming out for the movie, uh. and I seen, like, all of Black Hollywood was trying to get a finger in on it, I knew that the authenticity of the recipe was going to get messed with now i'm just wondering why they don't put more Africans actual africans don't you say it the, the movies. movies now listen black americans we're all african and, and under that umbrella we're all the same but in this specific sector you have such an opportunity to empower africans and to place africans in a place where they can actually use their accents Naturally, and that's all I really wanted to see. Just like they had, they had Michael Blackson in there. That's my favorite comedian. Of course, I wish, I wish, like they would have gave him more opportunity to flex his muscle for being funny. It, and he's African. Come on, man. <laughs> so it writes itself. You give him 10, 20 minutes. He should been. He should have been in it on the ground floor, man. If you're making an African movie today, yeah, and you're thinking of the top five, six, ten comedians who are African, you have to go to him. He's in the black eye. He's right there. So that's the only thing I, wa I wanted to say about it. Although I would have been in the movie, though. Like what? I would have been in it, too. I don't blame, I don't blame, uh, I don't blame uh, the young bull who is yeah. the main character because, yeah. you know, in a different life, we all probably yeah. would have thought that could have been us. Oh, my God. And bro. that is an opportunity of a lifetime. It's to not work on him. with Eddie Murphy. And everyone else that's, that's there. He got Come to soak now. up so much game. But to have firsthand access to Tracy Morgan. One of the greatest comedians of all time. And Tracy Morgan, a, a, a bevy of celebrities. Wesley Snipes. And I heard, but I heard uh, Wesley's dance was funny. Yeah, and I heard they, some of his acting was fantastic yeah, yeah, yeah. in the movie. Yeah, hmm. I mean, hopefully in the future, <laughs> you know, they, you know, there will be more shows and movies that come out where they, you know, let people really get off how they want to get off, and you know, be more authentic. Exactly, that would be exactly that. Would would have been 
what, what I what probably would have been missing. Cause, to cause the that's, that's what we want to see. We want to see more we of us. See more of that. Yeah. Black Americans love the African accent. Yeah, right. <laughs> they, they love it. They find us to be so interesting because we look exactly the same, but, yeah. we, but our culturally, it's so different, man. And this is the showcase movie, for, man, for Black entertainers. This is it. Like it's coming to. I can't. What's a bigger movie than coming to America for Black people and Africans? It's one of the top. It's one of the top. I'll tell you that. So for it to come back, um, I heard they did like a lot of it in one location. I just, I yeah. just, I just. I felt like the writing could have been was on the wall. I'm yeah. still gonna go. I'm still gonna see. You it. Still gotta see it, bro. I still have to see it because it's, it's gonna get my time. At the end of the day, art is subjective. You know, yeah, some course. people are gonna like it, some people won't. That's just how it is. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Nothing yeah. you do is gonna be liked by everybody. Nothing all the time. you do. So I mean, it is what it is. Now, yeah. you mentioned, you know, you know, Americans love that African accent. Mm-hmm. I'm sure growing up African, you have funny stories. How was it growing up African? And oh. where where are you originally from? Well, me. Well, I'm the first person in my family to be born in the states. Okay. So I have an Christopher older, Columbus. Don't you? <laughs> so I have an older sister who was born in London. Okay. Because uh, one of the popular ways to get to America for Africans back then was to go to Europe first and then to come here. Right. So you'll see a lot of Africans who have a lot of family uh, in London, in, the, in Europe or whatever. Um, I was the first person born here. And then um, my little brother was born after me. But my parents originate from Ghana, West Africa. Okay. And Shout they, out. Right. Uh, to the crib. <laughs> but they met in London. And then that's where they had my sister. But... If you ask them, right, uh, yeah. the accent thing is a very big thing for Africans, right? <laughs> the reason, One of the reasons why they come here is because they want their kids to be born without the accent exactly. so that we can assimilate into American culture uh-huh. and flourish and be as successful as possible. But what... <laughs> You know, black kids and um, black Americans don't realize your accent this. <laughs> How was your accent? It wasn't my accent. It would be on uh, parent-teacher day when I would be like getting dropped off in the morning or a parent-teacher conference or anytime my parents would have an interaction with anyone who worked there, that's <laughs> when they would be able to uh, hear the accent, right? Because Africans are very vocal and they're very loud. <laughs> I, I'm not sure if you've met any how, 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 how did your parents tell going into the parents' well, my conference? Mom, my mom is a very big is a very powerful woman, yeah. right? Like my okay. dad is my dad is chill. I think that might be um, uh, an African like stereotype <laughs> archetype where the mom is very like boisterous yeah. and loud, and the dad yeah. just plays cut, plays the bills, Chilling. <laughs> and he be you know coach. He lets mom do whatever she wants, right? So when mom has a question, comment, concern with yeah. anyone, I'm her baby. So <laughs> you better know. Hey, what's going on with his schoolwork? A's A's are nothing, right? And she's saying this in front of the class. All the little kids get to hear it for the first time because they think that I'm black, right? You assume that by the way that we look, but then you see the African dress, the African garb, and then they go, oh, okay. You're not black American. You're you're you're, you're different from us. I said A's or nothing. It's A's or nothing. Every every African who's going to listen to this podcast knows that they've heard that. They've got knuckles to the head. You you've been you've got the desk pounded while you're doing your work because if it's not an A, they're not trying to hear nothing you have to say. Why, why do you think African parents love school so much? Oh gosh. Well, I think it's because you know they assume that you have to be one of three jobs in this country to be successful. <laughs> Raffle. You have to be a doctor, a lawyer. Engineer, if you're not one of these three things, you're a failure. You are a failure, <laughs> Freddie. Real you know what I mean? If you're not, if you're not up there doing one of those three jobs, because those are high-paying jobs, right? And if you make a high-paying job, one, you're fine, right? They've done their job. They, they've come to this country. They've crossed the boat. They've, they've, they've changed continents right. to give us a better opportunity to be the best versions of ourselves you here. Already know. You yeah. know what I mean? And if you have a high-paying job, you can give back back home. And it's just stable in general. And it's stable. It's yeah. a stable. Good careers. A stable, good career. And yeah. then you can bring a lot of pride. Yeah. Yeah. African pride to the family. It'll take them five minutes to announce their names. Are you... T- what? <laughs> and the job you do... I'm a and doctor. The money you make. <laughs> Come on, man. 
doctor, lawyer, engineer. <laughs> they don't, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and it's to no fault of their own. Yeah. But there's a thousand different ways to get a dollar. Ma'am. There's a thousand Especially different ways. Especially out here. To, come on, man. But, yeah. you know, that old traditional African mindset, yeah. they're not introducing new ideas. You got to ease them in. <laughs> come on, man. I think, it, I think it's easier for when you get that big break. Because then they see the Absolutely. results. But until when you're then, when you're upcoming and you're, and you're going out beginning, and grinding, they don't understand it. <laughs> you mean to but, tell me yeah, exactly. you want to make black Americans laugh? That's the job you want for the really, rest of your life. Really you want don't. to pay your bills on this? It's a gamble. Are you sure you are that funny? Are you, you know so what I'm saying? You, and yeah, they bring that up. Yeah, they bring it up. They, so. they, they, sometimes your parents could be the first people to introduce doubt, fear, yeah. and uh, failure into yeah. your own dreams. That's and right. Af- and Africans is good at that. <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell if you're not pro. one of those first three, tell you they're, not, they're not trying to hear it. Yeah, no warm up, no what scrimmage. <laughs> when they, when, when your parent, when their, when their brothers and sisters and the family friends come, right? They'll, yeah. they'll bring it up. They'll bring it up. Ask him. What, ask him. How he's doing in school? What is ask this boy how. He's doing his school, and then they turn around, <laughs> right? Like, like you on the spot, right? I'm like, I'm, I'm doing fine. I got a degree. This is fine. I think things are going well. I also yeah. don't necessarily want to use this for the rest of my life, and I and I exactly. and I see myself doing something different. Yeah, you could do more than one thing. Though you could be a funny lawyer. You can walk, chew gum. You could be a funny doctor. You can you can swim. You can do a, a multitude of things. You already know. But to them, yeah. it needs to be one of these three archetypes because that is what they uh, assume is successful and stable. You got to prove yourself. Yes, that's right. Yeah, I, th- I like what you said. It, it's probably the s- stability of those yeah. jobs. You don't often see engineers, mm. doctors, and lawyers being fired ever. Now, if you're making that money in art, mm. there's not going to be any issues. Oh, no, 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 no. No, 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 bro. Because you, you've already proven that the, the salary is there depending on how you went about it. Right. Based off your thoughts, and you made it viable, and you made it, you made it to, you made it, you made it make sense to them. Yeah, make it make sense. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> that's make the gist. That's, that's, that's the that's the very yeah. hard part. Yeah, because <laughs> Africans believe with their eyes. Yeah, hey, you gotta show make it, me, <laughs> show me. You know you gotta, what it is. You gotta make it make sense. Oh, I want to. It's, it's a dream. Your dreams are nothing. You have to whack, 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 whack. And and what's quantifiable is going to college, yeah. getting good grades, and then going and getting a good job. Yeah. Having a dream. That's the route. That is wide open, That's open-ended, and you just have to, like, figure it th- out. And it's a set route. Yeah. You go to college. Boom. You get your degree. Boom. Depending on what you study, you can get a job right off the bat. Right. If you do it right, if, you, if, if that's you what you want to do, right if way. you do it the right way, that's what they've been taught. So that's what they taught us. Now, there's certain careers, you got to go get a master's. Mm-hmm. You could be in college. Doctorate. You could be, you could go to school for 10 years and still not have that degree that mm-hmm. you need yet. So Absolutely. It, so exactly. So I think it just depends on the field that you're tapping into. Yeah. But you know, them engineers, they be getting money right after, Come right after, after the leader stage, they got, Come they got a job. <laughs> I got a cousin who's three or three years younger than me. He's an engineer. He's doing yeah. very, yeah. very, very, he's not necessarily super deeply happy. Yeah. <laughs> Right? Because, what is happiness? Exactly. Because the Africans, that part of the yeah, equation yeah. does not matter. It's Your tough. happiness. It's happiness tough. for what? Yeah, it's tough. You know, third world, we don't care about that. Get the money. That African last name is serious when you what? hear it. Are you going to give your kids an African name or a middle of name? Course, or? Of course. I said, of course. Of course, of course. Of course. There will you be. have any names in, in the rotation? Well, or? you know, um, God, excuse me, um, Ghanaian names. Okay. Uh, there's, one, there's one for each day of the week. So <laughs> I'm, I'm Wednesday. So I'm I'm Kwekuin in. So he killed that off. Yeah. So I'm right. So I'm Kweku. So depending on the day of the week, yeah. I probably give I probably give, yeah, no matter what, if you know, if God blesses me with kids, they'll yeah. they'll have the African name. Now I'm thinking name. about huh. Bible names. You know, Africans love oh. Bible names. 
know, I got a fi- yo, I got a starting five. Yo, hit me, hit me, five. hit me. Well, I mean, the first one I'm thinking about is uh, Malachi. That's oh, all like that's all I got so far. Oh. But I think that's a I yeah, think that, that's that, a, that one's ill though. That's a hitter. That one hits. I like that. That there. one hits. That but one you know hits. how they you know how they pick their names. Mm. Faith. Uh. Esther. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Esther. You know <laughs> hey. You know how these Bible names go. Oh. They're all very traditional. They go and through boring. the Bible and just pick right. an ice cream. That's which, right. which one do I want? Which one do I need? <laughs> one of the staples. And it's good. One of the staples. And then when it's an American name, it's a real American name. A real American like name. Like an OG American uh-huh. name. My God. Michael, Tony. Uh, <laughs> Tony. Uh, John, it's a uh, Tony. Uh, Frank. Can you be like, what? <laughs> is that Frank? Your real name is. And then and then they have their real name. They, love a, I mean? they love a good Frank. They do. A bunch. <laughs> but what? I, mean, I don't know. Now, what type of foods mm-hmm. are you eating? Well, from Ghana. Okay, well, well, obviously, um, the most, well, I, to be honest with you, I'm not eating very heavy right now. And you know, a lot of food from home is, it's, it's carb-based. A, a lot of weight. Yeah, yeah. A lot of weight on you. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, fufu rice, these things, they're oh, so very you, heavy. Oh, so you like fufu? Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. Eat it, I eat it here and there. Yeah, I was going to say not yeah. all the time, but you know, sometimes it'd be cold at night, you know, yeah. if moms cook it. Like rice, rice is like yeah, I tell off yeah, rice, rice every night. Isn't there a debate about Nigerian and? See, I'm Ghanaian, right? Yeah, you're Nigerian. Exactly. Now, every African, um, between you know, between our two um, like cultures, Mayweather versus Canelo with Jesus. that rice. So it's the same thing. As soon as I tell somebody, right, right, if they if um they ask me if I'm African, they always assume that I'm Nigerian because of the populace of Nigerians. We out here. Come on, man. Um, and then I have to tell them no, I'm actually from Ghana, and then they say, oh, I've heard of other right. I'm like, oh my god. Gosh, that it is rice. such a big deal. That rice, bro. I won't argue about it, though. It's a good debate. It. I won't. Do you? So vegetables or no vegetables? Isn't that the big thing for you? What is the? What is the? What is the difference? Uh, I don't know, bro. I saw I eat both. What are you talking about? Listen, yeah, I have. I, I have. Both. I, I have a ton of uh, Nigerian cousins. Yeah. I eat their mom's rice. Rice is rice. I will always eat whatever <laughs> is put in front of me because if you don't, you know, auntie's gonna spank you. And I was never into that kind of nonsense. So whether my mom cooked it or any of my aunts cooked it, I ate it. And it was all delicious. So my answer on the ever eternal question of which rice is better, Nigerian or Ghanaian jollof, the answer is jollof. <laughs> <laughs> he said it's a draw. Yeah. If, 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 if jollof is there, get, yeah. I want to... Give me some. You guys have any like snacks? Like we have meat pies, we have chin chin. Oh yeah, meat pies, chin chins. We have a, listen, between our two cultures, we just yeah. I think we just call them different things. I'm that. pretty sure they were eating the same thing in that sub-Saharan African little triangle. We got that wedding food on deck. Come on, man. You said you sit at your wedding table. You good. The chin chin, that's the first thing. <laughs> chin chin might be the first thing you see. Appetizer after appetizer. Oh, we let after appetizer. appetizer. Yeah. And then the rice. That's our chicken wings. It's gonna smell, it's gonna smell in there. That, it's gonna smell good. That, that's our African Applebee's. Right. A little <laughs> chin chin. A little bit of this, a little bit of that to get you right. A little spicy, right? Everything is everything is lathered in spice. Oh, oh we love that hot. spice. It's gonna be hot. You're gonna be sweating a little bit. You need we, napkins. We love that spice. Come on, man. Come on, man. I like spicy food. We we heavy-handed with the spice. Heavy. <laughs> heavy. <laughs> You know how it goes. <laughs> now, uh, I I grew up, you know, going to church heavy, bro. Mm-hmm. How was that for you? Like, did they put you in church or how? how was yeah, it? so was growing it up early, just like because yeah. we've all listen. If you're African, <laughs> we've all lived the exact same thing. Your parents are from Africa. They did the same things there. They're gonna bring you here. We're all doing the same things. Yeah, I went to church heavy. My mom was the was the captain of that. Early on Sundays, get up, get up, get up, get up. I'll throw water on you. Get up. If I have to tell your dad to wake you, like. <laughs> It's the Lord's day. Get up. You know, that all that. What? You get up. You got to put on your little suit. 
Right? And then you, you know, you, you got to go. And it's not for two hours. No, 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 no. It's not for three hours. No, no, no. Black <laughs> Americans kill me with this notion that the that that that, that church being long yeah. for hours and in a, in a hot building is theirs. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. When we came, I think the church was in Pomona. Right. We'd be there from what, what felt like eight or nine. Yeah. Until the sun went down. Right. Ah, you leaving when the pastor leaves. <laughs> we would go Sunday after Sunday. My dad stopped going. He revolted. It would be my mom, me, my sister, and my brother. Because we'd be spending too much time there. And my dad wanted to come home and watch football. We miss all the games, man. All the games. He would get so mad after the stomach would be rumbling at the end of service. You never got hungrier than when you were bored. <laughs> Stop, stop. It's sitting at it's sitting stop, in church. Stop be rubbing. What? Eating them little dry snacks. <laughs> Listening to the sermon. You get you get excited for communion. <laughs> Something. A break, a break in the monotony. Because you can't talk. You can't talk. You're getting hit. All your aunts and uncles are there. You have to be on your best behavior best for behavior. hours on end. You guys you just sit in the back. What? You're, you're in clothes that you that you're not comfortable in. Sit in the back so you can be yourself. You're not dressed well. Right. <laughs> And you're listening to the sermon. You're supposed to be respecting the Lord. But you know how little kids are? We in there farting around. And it is, it was not enjoyable. I, that, think, I think it's going to, I think that might actually affect how I, like when I have my family someday. How you raise them. How I do at church. Yeah, yeah. It was a tough one. Now, did you get jokes growing up, like in middle school? Like, did you get any African jokes? Or how was it for you? Was it, was it you know, smooth sailing? Or how was it? It was... It was, it was pretty... Because when, when they hear that African accent... Uh, it was. It wasn't too bad. I've heard all of the stereotypical jokes, though. So, <laughs> I already know which one you're thinking on, about. Um, um, oh boy, that, that booty scratcher, African booty scratcher. How does uh, that? Where does that come from? To be honest with you, I'm not sure if it's a movie that they saw or uh, it's a commercial. I'm not. I'm not ever sure. I think it was some uh, paraphernalia or something. That's so I, like African booty scratcher. The so dirty joke. Graphic. Yeah, and so direct. But that one always sticks. That always. It always sticks in you. Whenever. Whenever I hear an African say that, I always go, Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, yeah. That shit hurts. That's but, my go-to. Come on, man. And don't nobody roast like little black kids, right? So <laughs> that shit sharpens you yeah. so early, at, at, at a very early age. Because right. they'll jump on you, right? Because um, when you're the weak person yeah. in, in, the, in the roast circle, yeah. you get dunked on the most. Oh, my gosh. Man, if you look like us and you're not yeah. from our culture, that yeah. means you're odd man now. So yeah. anybody can come with an African booty scratcher joke, <laughs> nappy hair joke, ashy joke, <laughs> yellow eyes joke, uh, ashy... Uh, am I going too far? They, they, used to joke, get my, they used to get my hair, bro. Yeah, I was going to say nappy. But we was all nappy. You look back at them pictures, we all looked exactly the same. Your barber wasn't no better than mine. We were 10 years old. If you don't knock that off, but that's how it was. But that was built by control, bro. Exactly. Beyond your control, but you was getting roasted for it. I didn't know anything about that. I thought the, it was the normal. wave cream. I thought it was normal. I thought it was, you know. I thought I was covered in school by, by, by myself. You, in your home, you're raised African. The second you step out the door, you're a black American. And you have to, and you have to, and you have to, you know what I'm saying? You have to play both roles. They, they, they'll make you buy a brush. That's right. <laughs> they'll hold you down and they'll, what? They'll put you, that wave cap on you. They will lotion you up. You know what I mean? Your, your, your pants will start fitting. Remember them tight, tight pants? After they, Listen, I had my flat top all the way into like. This man had the shot cap. Seventh grade, yo. And that thing went out in like. Third or fourth. But my mom was so consistent. You know, Africans don't like change. Oh my she God. was taking me getting that box. So said the flat top. The flat top. <laughs> I had man, pictures of it. This man had the fresh fritz. <laughs> he had the Carlton. Getting roasted. But my mom was my barber. It built your skin. It did, though. Look what it did for you. It did, though. It did, though. So now, yeah. so now, you know what I'm saying? Somebody, go. Yeah, they cut at me. I cut back. You cut, cut, me, you cut, back. You cut me once, I cut you twice. All See, of a sudden, then, you're not talking no more. Back then, I would just laugh with them. Because, yeah. Because that's just how I knew how to handle it. Yeah. Now I got him in the... Oh, yeah. I got the, him the in the tank. Talk. What? 
Because getting roasted for things that are beyond your control is oh beyond God, frustrating. Yeah, bro. My parents seen, I mean, uh, my homie seen my dad in my garage one time barefoot, <laughs> and I haven't lived it down now. I'm grown now. Now. It's been 20 years. He grabbed, God, it was so embarrassing. He was working on something, and you know, he just he was in there barefoot. He was ashy. He had the, uh, the, 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 the goggles on. No, no sandals. Oh, I don't even know what he was doing. I was just like, Dad, why are you doing that? We're here that day. That is carefree. Yo, the stars aligned for me to get roasted. Oh, my God. In a way that has uh, followed me into adulthood. Oh, my. That's so funny, man. Yeah, growing up see, African is funny. These are the type of stories we would like to see. Yeah, and share. On screen. Yeah, authentic ones. So we could do it in stand-up. We could yeah. share their stories, and those stories are going to connect. Because they're going to be like, what? Exactly. That happened? <laughs> yeah, really? That's, that's We're like happened. that? Absolutely. They love to hear that from yeah. our from, from that point of view. So who do you think like is mm-hmm. really like making... Who are some of your favorite like African creatives that are really making some stamps right now in Hollywood? Well, well the number one is probably... His name is Chindu, Chindu Anaka. Chinidu. Like Chinidu. Shout out to Chinidu, bro. Obviously, uh, Yvonne Orji's killing Yvonne But there's this other Nigerian dude who is actually in Nigeria right now. Godfrey. Oh, oh him yeah. too? Him too? Excuse yeah. me. Yeah, go ahead. Hey, Godfrey. Big Godfrey's homie. the OG, but go um, ahead. His name is Josh Too Funny. I'm not sure if you follow him Josh on Too Funny. Twitter uh, or Instagram. Nigerian dude, he's, check coming him out. Up. he's come up with a couple of different challenges that the world has caught up on that they haven't given him credit for Josh in a way too that, funny. that makes me go, oh, I know what they're doing. He's an Instagram guy? He's, he, he makes these videos. Um, yeah, he's an Instagram guy. He is a YouTube guy. I'm, and I think I'm finding him on TikTok as well. Okay. But he is organically funny in a way that I know people are monetizing without his permission. Yeah. And he is brilliant. I'm going to check him he out. He is fearless. That's he good, bro. Comp- yeah. I like he, to see people win, bro. He is. I know he's up next. And he looks just like me and you. And when you see somebody who yeah. looks like you winning, you go, oh. Oh, yeah, bro. If he can, I can. Yeah, of course. If he can, I can. Because there's no difference between us. You already us. know. Now, why do you think audience connect with that African accent? What is it about that accent? Like, Michael Blackson, bro, when I go see him perform, they love Big money. that. He could be just be saying hello. 30 minutes, 45 minutes. And it's and they, they love their stum- their hands are on their stomach. They love their it. head is arched back, and it's a volley of laughter. Yeah, bro. Like, I think it is. <laughs> I, I think it's our close proximity it, to black culture without it being black. Or what? I think it's. I think it's. Um, it's just black without. <laughs> it's black on steroids. Like it's just so unique. Yeah. Because there's so many different cultures, and yeah. every one of them is so powerful. Yeah. African, like I feel like when you hear Mike speak, yeah. when you hear. Godfrey speak, you'd be like, I'm paying yeah. attention. There's something, yeah. there's, it's just, it's just a tinge different from a point of view from somebody who looks like you, but it's just a little bit different. You know, it's, 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 uh, it's exotic. I think it's fascinating. And, and for me and you, bro, like when you put that in your act, it gives it that spice, spice every time. It's the biggest kick. You it, like, it, it's like, it's, it's almost as if you need it. Yeah. In certain, to stand out. To stand out. In certain times. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You know, you could, you could bounce around with it. But that's just one thing, like, I just noticed, like... I have this in the back pocket. Yeah, performers, like, they love that accent. They love it, bro. When in doubt, pull it out. Because if I don't know what's <laughs> yeah. going on, yeah, I can get it. It'll at least get. It'll at least garner a reaction. Right. One on, on them nights when, they, when there ain't nothing else hitting, I, I can for sure, I got, a, I, got a bullet or, I got a bullet or two to get me out of there to save my life so it's yeah. not a totally dead room. Yeah. For sure. That's true. That's true. Now, I mean, of course, in the future... You think you want to, you know, maybe, you know, get into some writing or what What do you think, like, outside of stand-up, what else do you see yourself 
doing as we wrap this up? Acting. You Getting act. in front of the camera. Okay. And portraying scenes, a story, um, a vision, something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the, the visual... The visual part, I uh, think that because especially with where we are now in the world, exactly. with this disease taking, yeah. spreading everything out, uh-huh. everybody's on their phone even more than ever. Yeah, yeah. To be honest with you, uh, content creators are, are they're the new uh-huh. TV stars. You know what I'm saying? You know Ha Davis and Desi Banks and Drewski and yeah. you know all these black creators because they're the TV stars of today. They're the visual representation hard of the work. black culture. That's and, hard and work, they're on man. it every goddamn day. Now, the thing that's good, though, is that even if you get into acting, you still have stand-up. Absolutely. Let's say, like, you go film a TV show for a few months. Then, you know, some of these actors, when they do that, they have to wait for the next. You never know. Stand-up, you could do every, every day. day. That, that, that's the, that has to be the bread and butter. That, could be, that has to be the day. consistency. That has to be the yeah. meat on, on your plate. Because that part, the acting part, is yeah. so inconsistent. Bro. Beyond inconsistent. <laughs> that's, that's why act- people do it themselves. That, and that's what I was going to say, like... Think about it. You're going into a casting room, mm-hmm. and they're trying to figure out if you're right for the role. DC just posted, he just tweeted about coming to America. He said uh, he was one of the three it came down to, mm-hmm. and then Jermaine Fowler got it. Okay, yeah. That's but it just, it just goes to show, like, you can go into this casting room and give the best audition of your life, mm-hmm. lose sleep over it, and still cast somebody and, else. Right. They have favorites. Beyond right, your fa- control. Yeah. It takes it takes it out of your hands that way. Stand up is you, right? One hundred percent me. Yeah. I'm in control. This is me. This is my message, yeah. and this is a direct uh, reaction that you get with the crowd. There you go. Yeah. There you go. So I mean, that's that's just one thing to think about. That when you do, yeah, hop into, hop into that, you you still have that in your in the in the in, in, the, back in the back pocket. burner. Yeah. Absolutely. Now I see things are slowly starting to open up. So Lloyd, you know, you know. It's, 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 it's about to be that time. Yeah, finally. It's been a year. It's about to be that time. Hopefully, you know, with the vaccines coming out, you know, things and are still headed safe, in the right direction. And everyone's being safe. Yeah. As possible. Yeah, so hopefully, you know, things will get back to where we need it. Like we mentioned earlier, within the summer, hopefully. Yeah, because when yeah. you, listen, the last time yeah. we saw this episode, yeah. I had no, I had very exactly. little faith. I know, I remember. I had very little I remember. faith. <laughs> I, I, when I go outside, I see cats yeah. and they didn't got the man. I'm like, you're not taking it serious. But they said this next Monday that, you know, things are going to start to open up. Open up, finally. So, that's a good sign. It is. Because I'm, I'm ready to, I'm ready to flex some of these yeah. muscles, especially if yeah, we could bro. do it safely, because there's no reason not to. Yeah, bro. So with I'm that so- being said, Lloyd, uh-huh. go ahead and plug your socials again uh-huh. so we could, you know, look. I know we had this talk about last time about, you know, you posting and it being a mental thing. Come on. <laughs> Where are you at right now? Are you still? I have, listen, still, I, I, I got have some stuff in the drafts. So you, so you got him in the camera. Stuff, roll. I, have, I have some stuff in the drafts. We got some drafts. And I just seen that Freddie has <laughs> yeah, a TikTok, yeah, right? There we go. So you know what? <laughs> if he's posting, I'm posting. We going. Bro. I, bro, any, any, you know. You got some good stuff on there. I like to see it. Bro, anywhere where you can get your voice out, it's like you have to Might be as well. There. It's like you have, like the gatekeepers are looking at everything. Everything. You don't so, know where it could, you don't know where your look can come from. I was looking, I was looking into some statistics, like where did this TikTok thing come from? And yeah. apparently what's happening is these new apps are cyclical. Yeah. And there's a new one that pops up every three to four years and okay. you have to to monetize yeah. that new app and you have to be water. There's no way that you can be like, I'm going to be the Instagram king and Instagram king Man, only. That don't work. It just You just got to be on all of them. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Facebook, TikTok, TikTok, Twitch, Clubhouse. 
This man said Twitch. Come on, man. He said, get your Fortnite ready. Go tell your jokes about playing Fortnite. See? Come on, man. That's how it gets down. That's out here is trying to get a dollar any, any way that they can find it. Gotta, you gotta find that look of somebody. You gotta find, yeah, find your niche and then and then cross-pollinate. That's it. That's all you can do, right? Lauren. Freddie. I want to thank you for coming on again. It's my favorite place to be. You know, Lloyd's going to be a reoccurring guest. I hope so. I pray so. We're going to get to work. Let's do it. No, bro. Because, I mean, you already know the deal. Like, you know, we're we're on the same path. So Going to the same spot. It just makes sense. Again, make sure you guys check out Lloyd's socials. Also, follow me, Freddie Amati. Uh (laughs) Your boy, Lloyd. Lloyd got me laughing right now. (laughs) Cuz, I love it over here. I love this energy, Freddie. You own that. All right. Thanks for the support. It's real serious. Appreciate you.